Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, check it out now. Uh. There you go. Vibrant thing only means one thing, and that's Cynthia Freeland joins us here on 98.7 ESPN. Cynthia, what's up? How are you? Are you in Miami yet? Not yet. I don't leave for Miami until Wednesday, so still in Los Angeles. Wednesday? Wednesday? I mean, there's people who are there already. People made the trip like on Friday. Listen, Wednesday to Monday will be plenty yes. in South Florida. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Cynthia Freeland joins us. She's here all over the NFL Network, um, does a phenomenal job, and, of course, has been joining us every Saturday afternoon here on 98.7 ESPN, all NFL season. By the way, before we do get into some NFL talk, um, I want to remind folks – uh, the Farmers is going on right now, and Tiger Woods is active and attractive. I picked him to win the tournament prior to the tournament starting, and he is already two under after two holes today, so he is six under. Now he's only four shots back of the leader, Ryan Palmer, who, by the way, I told folks would finish in the top ten. And uh, Ryan Palmer, Palmer right now, he's ten under at the top of the leaderboard. So all eyes on Tiger Woods. Cynthia, he's won this tournament eight times. He's looking for win number 83 to surpass Sam Snead as the most career victories. My gut's telling me that he does it this weekend. I like it. I think Tiger's in great form right now, and this is his, this is definitely his tournament too. Do you have you been playing golf at all? I mean, you're out there in California. If I lived out in California today, I'd be playing golf every day. Well, I play a lot. I go to range more often than actually going to the course, just because yeah, time, football season, got a lot of math. I know. But I do like going to the range. It's fun, and whenever my parents are here, obviously, my dad's a big golfer, so that's kind of that's how we bond. Isn't it? Isn't that special? Is it? That's yeah. how when I graduate. So I did not play golf. My my family tried to get me to play golf for years and years, and I was like, no, golf is for for kids who don't know how to play sports. Golf is boring. <laughs> it's probably my biggest regret in life, to be quite frank. Probably my like probably my only regret. No, maybe not my only, but my biggest regret. <laughs> did I, you? That's your only regret. Did and you? you know, <laughs> good for you. Did you just see my life pass right before my eyes and going? Oh well. Okay. Wait. <laughs> but anyway, um, my biggest regret is not playing golf at a younger age. I didn't really start playing golf until after college. I moved home. I went to University of South Florida in Tampa, and I moved back home. And I was living with Mama Mini, and I was waitressing at Outback Steakhouse. I was interning at CBS Television. I had all this free time, and so I would I would bond with my grandfather, and I would golf with him. Mm-hmm. I'd golf with him like four or five days a week. So I really didn't start playing golf till I was like 22, 23. Biggest regret in life. But anyway... Uh, enough about me um, and us. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Uh, I am all over the 49ers. Call me old school. I just believe in this defense. And I believe in Kyle Shanahan. Pick your poison. I know a lot of people are poo-pooing Jimmy Garoppolo because he hasn't had these outstanding passing stats in the postseason. It's because they didn't have to. If you could run the football, less chance of turnover, and just rely on your defense to win a game, then gosh darn it, that's the way you roll. I just, I, I, I like San Francisco on the money line. I like San Francisco getting the one and a half. Cynthia, how are you playing this? Well, first of all, I want to give you a number about Jimmy Garoppolo, 20.3. That's his average air yards per attempt on deep passes. So passes intended to travel 20 or more air yards. He has the highest in the NFL, 20.3. 
Granted, he doesn't take a lot of these deep passes, but when he does, he connects for a really strategic game. So part of the reason why that's so impactful is that his receivers are getting open. Once they acquired Emmanuel Sanders, that just changed the complex. I don't care that the passing numbers have been low. You're totally right. They haven't had to, but when they have needed it, it's been there and it's connected for a very big game-changing play. So I'm, I'm totally with you on the Jimmy Garoppolo, like being under it. What I, I think people are, you know, look, you're not, he's not Patrick Mahomes in terms of like super fun to watch and he's not an MVP of a league, but it's not to say he, he's not a good passer, right? So I'm with you on that one. However, I don't know if I'm with you on who I think wins because I think you have to look at the Chiefs defense and Steve Spagnuolo, who New York people know very well from Giants days, right? That defense and their ability to generate pressure with Chris Jones on the field has been significant. And yes, left tackle Joe Staley is back from injury. You know, the, the, the ability to rush on the left side of the quarterback totally, totally changed with him there. So I still think, though, that Steve, Steve Spagnuolo has got something, some tricks up his sleeve for that. I'm with you. Keep in mind, Kansas City ranked 29th against the run and their last few games. Yeah, but you know what they did to Derrick Henry? They got ahead. You, can, you can't – that outside zone rushing scheme is great when you're able to control the pace of the game. But Patrick Mahomes' ability to quick strike and get it – I know that's a great defense, and I'm taking nothing away from the Niners' defense. But Patrick Mahomes' ability to find that scheme, that edge, the ability of Andy Reid, one of the best offensive play cars we've seen, to figure out a mismatch that's going to get them that quick, like that quick gain, that's just different because scrambling, I mean, over 100 yards rushing, just scambling touchdown, that 27 yarder, like those are things that break games open. And it's a lot harder to control the, the flow of the game if you have to be passing now and against Patrick Mahomes passing as well. Okay. Another bottle of wine I see in my future. Oh, uh, let's go. And, and straight up, straight up. I don't even, I don't even want the one and a half. I'm just saying straight I'm up. I'm give it to you. So fine. Uh, no, I don't. I, <laughs> I'm I, I don't even want. Keep your stinking points, Cynthia Freeland. Straight up. I'll keep my points. We're good. Straight up. 49ers. I got the 49ers and Jimmy G. He's, he's, well, they're both cute. Uh, you take Patrick Mahomes. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, over under on the, uh, on the win, on, on, on the, on the total. It's at 54 and a half right now. It's pretty high. I have about 56 points in this game. So for me, I think it's, I still think, I know it's easy to say, I know like the conventional wisdom is to look for things where, you know, like everyone wants to be optimistic. It's going to be a great game. And, you know, I, and, and I am, my, my model is optimistic too. I'm less about like the point of view from the contrarian stake and more about how pacing will actually work out in game script. So for me, 56, but again, be careful on that one. Get a little bit closer to the game because there are some injuries to watch out for. This one. Kevin Coleman's shoulder is a real factor. Being able to have, you know, multiple running backs execute your scheme is a lot more, you know, helpful than not. So, you know, there's a few injuries, a few illnesses to watch. I've been hearing some flu rumors. So just be careful. we got a little bit more time. But as of right now, I'm, I'm leaning towards 56 points in this game. All right. So what if, what if somebody wanted to play a teaser, right? Would you? Would you well, why wouldn't they? Well, yeah, because I love I love teasers. But so so would you? What, if if you were to play this as a teaser, how would you? Would you? Would you tease the Forty ers up to seven and a half? Would you tease Kansas City um, getting points? Would you tease the over, the under? How, if you were to play a, a two play tease here with the to, with with the spread and the in the total, how would you play it, Sin? 
I would probably buy up the total and then go under it, and then I would probably buy up the points for San, like add more points to San Francisco. And then yeah. Take yeah, that's that's I, I said on my weekend wager show last night. I said that's that's what I would do. What about alternate? Yeah. How do you feel about alternate point spread? Like, um, you know, San Francisco plus three and a half is minus one sixty. Plus seven and a half is minus two seventy. That's a lot of juice. Are you? Are you? And here's here. And by the way, really quick, I'm curious to get your take on this. This is very interesting. You can wager on the winning margin. So, for example, you can wager that San Francisco is going to win between one and six points. It's plus three sixty. You could wager that Kansas – follow me here. You could wager that Kansas City is going to win between one and six points. That's plus 350. So I'm just saying if you were to put $5 down on San Francisco plus 360 and $5 down on Kansas City plus 370 – plus three, three, 350. Sorry. San Francisco is 360. Kansas City is 350. So that's the difference. Now, you're talking about if if that if that comes in – Kansas City, San Francisco. Now you have both of them, but either of them have to win within six points. You're walking away with possibly winner, winner, chicken dinner of thirteen dollars or twelve fifty. Do you? Well, you know what I'm thinking. You know what you should do is you should walk your butt down to Wall Street and go ask them for a bank a banking job because I think you might actually be a hedge fund kind of gal. <laughs> but I mean, does it like? Is there anything walk like like what? Like what? Like what am I missing? Like what am I missing here that that doesn't scream winner <laughs> to, to, to hedge it? I don't know. Like the winning margin, easy money. It sounds know, like those, to me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I haven't seen that. Like I'm I'm unfamiliar with that particular like format. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I mean, look like. You're, if you think that it's going to be a close game, then why wouldn't you do that? Like, that's a fun way to be right no matter what. Do you think it's going to be a close game, Cynthia? I do think it's going to be a close game. Okay. I do. I don't think it's going to be a blowout at all. All right. So Cynthia thinks it's going to be a close game. Again, uh, for your hedge fund folks out there who listen to the show, San Francisco mm-hmm. winning one, winning between one and six is plus 360. Kansas City winning between one and six points is plus 350. Lay some money on both and then hope that it falls in the middle. And guess what? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. How about, how about game MVP? And I, I talked about this on Daily Wager this week. I just want to share with you. I'm just doing, I'm doing deduction, right? Like, so A, Pick Wait a, a minute. So first we're a hedge fund manager. Now we're going to go, you're going to go to what? I guess it's on Park Avenue. Like, hey, Bain McKinsey, I'm also a management consultant. Got it. You're so funny. Cynthia Freeland joining us here at 98.7 ESPN. So here's the thing. When deciding who you want to put money down as your MVP, pick, pick a player from the team that you feel is going to win. Because only one time in the history of the NFL has an MVP been selected from the losing team. Okay, and that was back in 1971. Some Dallas Cowboy dude. Anyway, so a it's a, so now so now that uh, that eliminates any of the Kansas City players. So now that that now I'm on the San Francisco 49ers players. Um, out of the 46 MVPs, Cynthia, 29 of the 46 have been quarterbacks. So that leads me to Jimmy Garoppolo. That's at plus 250. Only three defensive players have been selected as MVPs, which leans me towards Bosa, but only three. That's not a high probability. Bosa's plus 3,300. I might throw some coin on that. Only seven running backs. The last was Terrell Davis back in 1998. Some people feel that... Some people... Yep, exactly. Some people feel that um, uh, the 49ers are going to run the football a lot because that's what we've seen them do the first two two games in the postseason. So Mostert is plus 800. Okay. 
But for me, I'm going Jimmy Garoppolo. I think Jimmy Garoppolo makes it 30. Uh, so I'm going Jimmy Garoppolo plus 250. Obviously, if you think Kansas City is going to win, that's a no-brainer. I'm, I'm assuming you're going to take Mahomes at plus 110. I mean, if yeah. I mean, I, my pick would be Mahomes. You're right about the, like, the quarterback being the most, you know, the quarterback of the winning team being the most likely person to become the MVP. However, like, you know, I think if you're thinking about Kansas City, like, you haven't seen the true Kittle playoff game yet. And that's an interesting one because – the importance to this team that George Kittle's had is really significant. And we haven't seen the real breakout. Like we haven't seen like the featuring George Kittle game and this could be it. So you like Kittle Kittle is plus 16. If I, if I, but I, you look again, I told you, I, I, I think that Kansas city is probably where I'm looking. Mm-hmm. So that's where, you know, like I said, if I were on the side of the Niners then that's, that's, I would at least consider it. Okay. And Kittle is plus sixteen hundred, by the way. Uh, Richard right. Richard you Sherman, don't see a tight end, like why not? Richard Sherman <laughs> to walk away with an interception, plus four seventy five. Let's go! Right, I kind of dig that one. I like that. Over under in sacks, I say over at four and a half. It's only at four and a half. That's I know it's I only at four and a half. That's just Man. that's just dumb money, right? And watch it be like you know they're like three in the first quarter, and then it ends up at four. <laughs> <laughs> like something crazy like that, and and I, I came across a really interesting article in regard to uh, gauging the corner wide receiver cornerback matchups, and guess who yep. has guess who has the best wide receiver mm. cornerback matchup in this game? You know, it's probably going to be like a ooh. So where's come on? It's a guy. It's a guy. Not. It's a guy that I've made a lot of money on in the postseason. I mean, Tyree Kill? No, Kendrick Bourne. Oh, your your guy Kendrick. My yeah. guy Kendrick, Kendrick Bourne. Bourne. I love him. You love Kendrick Bourne. I do. And going up against Rashad Fenton, he has the best. Ooh, you be careful. Rashad Fenton's come on strong. This is like an Andy Reid special, someone we've never heard of, and we don't know much about. And he's a rookie and whatever. And I don't know. You be care- I don't know. That one scares me a little bit. I'm like, maybe you go Debo. Uh, no, I'm sticking. That. I'm sticking with Bourne, and uh, right, and I'm right, and I'm right. and I'm good for another bottle of wine if you are. All right, let's do it. Does okay. he have to score a touchdown? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll get his. Well, yeah, we'll do a touchdown. We'll see. If, I'll say yes on touchdown. I'll give you. How about this? I'll give you either. I'll either give you. Like, let's give him seventy yards. It's a Super Bowl. How many? Seventy. Either has to have seventy or seventy yards. His his prop his prop bets kind of probably be over under thirty five and a half or something like that. Okay, fifty. I'll give you fifty then. All right. What's the line we're talking about, Anita? 40, 49 and a half. 49 and a half. Okay, perfect. Over on Kendrick Bourne. All right. Hey, before perfect. we let you go, is there a bet out there that you're eyeing, that you love, that you've already put money down on? Well, I work for the NFL, Anita, so I can't put money on anything. Or maybe or maybe, um, <laughs> mom, or maybe, Mama Freeland put some money down on. Listen, if I, were, if I were looking around, I think that Travis Kelsey to get in the end zone is a really, a very, very strong... Like, if I look to see who in my models has the highest probability of getting to the end zone from the Chiefs offense, other than Patrick Mahomes, obviously, passing for touchdowns, it's Travis Kelsey. Uh, which, by the way, Travis Kelsey, uh, to score a touchdown, um, is plus 105. And, oh, by the way, to score two is plus 650. Oof. I mean, I've got one for sure. I like the one. All I'm right. into that.
All right. Uh, Cynthia, <laughs> safe travels. Excited for you. Everybody watch her on the NFL Network as she's traveling down to Miami um, on Wednesday. And we'll be down there, of course, part of the NFL I Network. I expect you to send me some text messages of where to go. Oh, come on. I'm sure you're going to be invited everywhere and anywhere. You don't need my text messages. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, I always need it. I always need it. I need advice from you, you know. I'm sure your dance card is full. Cynthia Freeland joining us as always. So much appreciate you. And we'll have you back next Saturday, hopefully, if that's okay, prior to the big Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Okay, you got Absolutely. it. Safe travels. Have Thanks fun. Again. You got it. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.